Everything litty, I love when it's hot. Turned to the city, I broke out the notch. Got some more millies, I keep me a knot. I created history, it made me a lot. He tried to diss me and ain't no fox. We call him Chaucer, cause they got a chop. Took her out of fallas, cause her pussy pop. I run it like Nike, we got it on lock. Oh, hi, I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 80. I am back from. I am back from vacation. I was in Costa Rica, and it was a good trip. And you know what was good about Costa Rica is that the internet is so bad there that it was impossible for me to even keep track of what was happening. So I didn't even bother looking at my phone or the news or anything. I think we might have attacked Iran, which is, as long as we don't go full-fledged war, I think it's totally fine to drone some people. I think that we should focus that on maybe the cartels on our southern border. You know, maybe we should do that and focus on that a little bit more. I honestly do not care what's happening in the Middle East. Um, so that happened. And then there was little stories here and there that I, I noticed. But really, it, it, it just didn't matter because I was in Costa Rica. I was surrounded by nature. I was surfing. I was going on my farm. Hey, if you guys want an acre of land and uh, have a, ha- you want to have a little micro farm, I'm your guy. DM me. I can get I can hook you up with some land in Costa Rica. You think I'm joking, but I'm not. So, oh, before I went to Costa Rica, I filmed the pilot for my um the show I want to make and um it's for a conservative network online that's pretty new and and I'm excited f- to maybe join them. I, it looks likely that it's going to happen. So this podcast would kind of be merged in there. And then you'd ha- you'd actually have access to this. You'd have to go behind a paywall so I can get paid. So that's good. But uh, I actually think it's going to happen. I did, a, I did a pilot and my friends at uh, an animation studio in Los Angeles helped me open the portal. And I thought I did a pretty good job, but, but uh, there was, there was a lot of controversy in my family with regards to the the pilot because I may have come off as a bigot but <laughs> if you if you start a sentence with I may have come off as a bigot but th- there's no the but the but doesn't really there's nothing that can help you from there but maybe there is and the thing that there is that can help me is I basically redid my last podcast sadcast episode 79 and I thought that was a pretty good episode so I basically redid that for the pilot. And the only difference is, is that I had good lighting and there was a green screen behind me. And that's it. So that was a pilot. No, None of you will ever see it because it's top secret and I'll never release it. So I'm expecting to hear this week if I get it or not. I think I will. It will be good. And I'm going to be happy. And you're going to be happy, but you're going to have to pay. So it's not that. It's, it's, it's fine. It will be fine. You can pay ten dollars or five dollars a month you know what you can do it uh just stop going to uh cvs i I don't know why i said that i couldn't think of any other place in the world that you would spend five dollars a month at stop going stop going to to burger king for the impossible whopper stop eating estrogen and just use that money to to pay to see the show which is going to be great. It's going to be better than this. It's going to be better than the Periscope I have going on right now. It's going to be better than listening to this as a podcast. You'll probably be able to do both, but whatever, besides the point. I did that before the trip. It it got mixed reviews. I'm not going to lie. It got mixed reviews. Some people loved it. Some people hated it and said, you come off as a bigot and I'm embarrassed for you, but that's fine. I can. The thing is, is I can take criticism. I cried a little bit, but not that much. So I can definitely, I can definitely take some criticism, and uh, I'm getting it from all, all, all corners of everywhere. Criticism. I got a thick skin. You know why? Because I don't have feelings. Except sometimes I do. So Costa Rica was great. Uh, didn't pay attention to the news, and uh, it's almost like. It's almost like I put a pause on the news itself because the world revolves around me. And then I went to Costa Rica. I unpaused when I got back. And it was like everything was the same. It's like nothing changed. It's like we keep recycling the same things to be outraged about. And uh, I mean, I guess because a week or two weeks isn't that much. I'm not really outraged also. nothing. None of this really affects me personally. I'm just interested in trends. I'm interested in patterns. 
and all that. And also, by the way, the Costa Rica trip, it was great. I think last year when I got back, I was telling you more stories. And uh, it's not like there were specific stories to tell you that happened there. Because every day is the same. You wake up, you surf, and then you eat a shit ton of food. You maybe nap, and then you surf again. You maybe go to the farm and uh, see the buffaloes we have. And, and I saw a crocodile, and then also macaws are just everywhere. But... um. It, it, it's repetitive, but but relaxing and nice. But also, this trip kind of felt like a uh, a business trip because I invited some friends who are pretty tight with a lot of interesting people. They themselves are very interesting. And uh, I just, I wanted to show them a good time. And I, in, uh, so it's not really, really relaxing. You kind of still have to uh, do more activities than you'd usually do and whatever and show them a good time. So I'm going to go back next month and uh, I'm going to go back next month to have a real vacation and uh, it'll be great and the waves will be better and maybe bigger and that's it. But let's get to, to some of the things. Um, right on cue because um, this happens every year and I guess it's cyclical like like weather. Weather is cyclical but you know we forget we're all we're all uh, human here and we're susceptible to the programming from this mainstream media. We're susceptible to being manipulated by by all these things. And also, we're we just forget things so quickly that that's why it works on us. But the Australia fires. Remember Brazil? No, you don't remember Brazil? How do you not remember Brazil? Remember the lungs of the earth? I barely remember Brazil. But I remember that it wasn't such a big deal because it's all part of the programming and then Greta Thunberg and all of that she she was up in arms about Brazil or something and then the celebrities if the Golden Globes took place during the Bra during uh, the Brazilian fires uh, you know that they would have got up and and, and and lambasted us with bullshit from from you know that stuff but right now it's Australia's turn and uh, we got to save the koalas and kangaroos and if you don't repost someone's story about Australia being on fire, then you're evil and we we have to cancel you. We just have to cancel you, okay? But the Australia fires are happening and immediately I was kind of like, okay, I don't know shit about any of this. But I do know that Australia is really hot. And I do know that if lightning strikes a place that's really hot... um. And, and dry, fires will happen like they do all the time. So the fires aren't, it's not unusual that they're fires. You know what is, in, uh, you know what is unusual? If you Google, because, because I kind of saw a story somewhere, and then I'm like, oh, let me investigate this a little bit more. I saw that Australia has an arson problem. Now, I haven't gone deep enough to know, uh, to find out why they're having an arson problem, I mentioned this to mom in my gym and like all women, she, she went right to the feelings thing and it wasn't, there was no, no, um, substantial. It was just, she, she kind of threw this idea up and, and it was pretty correct to her, but it's, it's actually insane. She said, uh, well maybe, maybe people are starting fires in Australia because it's so hot there and they're going a little crazy and it me meaning it's hot there because of global warming. And I said, no, better the better hypothesis would be that they are bringing in a ton of re refugees and i'm using that word very loosely they're t bringing tons of people who have zero uh zero ties to their to their culture and country and they hate it and they actually want to see it physically burn not hype not not um not metaphorically burned, but they actually want to see it burn. And uh, maybe they're the ones who are starting the fires. Now, again, I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying that seems a little bit more likely than maybe people are going crazy because it's hot out there. Um, if that was the case, then, you know, you'd start seeing fire. I was in Coast when I was in Costa Rica, uh, it was way hotter than it is in Los Angeles. I didn't want to start fires. I, I wasn't like, man, it's so hot. I'm going to go to the jungle and start a fire. I wasn't doing that. I wasn't thinking that. And I don't think anyone else was thinking that. I mean, Costa Rica has really not that many problems. They have some drug addicts and in, in, uh, petty theft, but that's it. So so arson is on the rise 
and there there are over 200 reported cases of arson in Australia. And I I, I, I I looked into it. So if you Google Australia arson, you're gonna see you're not it's not like it's gonna pull up articles from five years ago. It's gonna pull up articles from the past three, four months. This is this is something that's for some reason happening. Again, I'm not saying it's just because of the refugees. That could be a thing. I, I don't really care that much to look into it. I'm just saying that all these people reposting on their social media that this is clearly because of global warming and we got to do something about it. You know, it's not because Australia is really hot and it's not because <laughs> it's not because this happens and it's definitely not because of arson. Um, and you know what? It's not like these people who who repost it are disingenuous. I just genuinely think they're so stupid. They're very stupid. And if you see trends on, um, you know, with your friends posting certain things, you're going to copy them because you're you're kind of afraid of the backlash of not pretending to care. I legit do not care about Australia. How about that? I'm just telling you my opinion on this. Like, I, I don't care. Because it's not affecting me. There's no. It's impossible for me to care. I woke up this morning, and I I went to the gym. I did my routine, and uh, then put together the podcast, some of the things, and and uh, none of this affected me. The fires didn't affect me. I'll I'll even go a little bit closer to home. The fires in Los Angeles, that that were uh, maybe over the summer, and then especially last year, didn't affect me. I don't have a house in Malibu and uh didn't affect me. It's, it, just cuz I don't care or have the capacity to care and just because I'm being honest about this doesn't mean I want bad things to happen to people. I don't but that but but I'm, you know, I just don't care. If if these things affected me, I would care but they don't. So arson. I think arson is the problem. Just do the research. It's it's hilarious. Authorities in Australia have arrested close to 200 people for deliberately starting the bushfires that have devastated the country. Yet the media and celebrities continue to blame climate change for the disaster because it's easier to blame uh, uh, climate change, which is really you can't solve any problem if it's if it's insurmountable. If it's something so hard to comprehend and then and then you just feel better about yourself by not using plastic bags or something and buy white light bulbs like that. That's not going to solve shit. You know, it's going to solve shit throwing people in prison for starting fires. Um, yeah. So, so the fires have caused 18 deaths. It's, and then also people are tweeting or posting on their Instagram, how it's killed half a billion animals. And and how people are really, they're so upset that it's not only killed half a billion animals, but don't forget the insects. They, they, um, they genuinely said that. So, uh, then, uh, the local news in Sydney said police are now working on the premises, uh, premise arson is to blame for much of the devastation caused this bushfire season, a strike force, blah, 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 blah. And then, uh, let's see if what this video says, but. Let's see if this video loads. will soon be pouring over the devastated fire grounds all along the south coast. Vital work for the coroner who will probe all aspects of the fire. There's an enormous amount of work to prepare for the coroner, not just with... Right, I don't speak Australian. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the funny thing is, is that it's probably... The people reposting, the people who are actually ignoring the fact that this is arson, um, I think that they're doing it for the greater good, or what they think is the greater good. I think that they're, they're, um, they're ignoring it because um, they're like, look, okay, fine, it's arson, but if this helps our global warming crusade, our green crusade, then you know what? So be it. We're gonna just leave out that part the real part, the true part, the re the, the real reason why all this is happening. And um, we're going to kind of have to jam it into our agenda and make it fit. But it doesn't fit. You're putting um, 
a square peg in a in a circle or whatever. I don't I don't I don't know that saying, but uh, yeah, it's arson. But guys, influencers are here to save the day. And uh, <laughs> there was a a girl who raised. Rep- some reports are saying five hundred thousand dollars for the fire. And you know that she's sincere because supposedly she's not taking in this money. So she said, uh, she tweeted, my Instagram got deactivated, my family disowned me, and the guy I like won't talk to me because of that tweet, but fuck it, save the koalas. Uh, By the way, I love when people think that just donating money to the Red Cross will solve anything. Um, You don't really know where that money goes. So the tweet in question was... um, she wrote, I'm sending nudes to every person who donates at least $10 to any of these fundraisers for the wildfires in Australia. Every $10 you donate equals one nude picture from me to your DM. You must send me confirmation that you donated. So um, if the money's not directly to her. It's to the Red Cross and all these other things. So um, she's even bad at being a whore. <laughs> so... She's a complete whore, but she's so bad at being a whore that she's not even taking the money. Um, and, uh, yeah, of course your family's going to disown you. Of course uh, the guy you like won't talk to you because any self-respecting dude won't. Uh, and then she changed her name to the Naked Philanthropist. So no self-respecting dude will date you for whoring yourself out. Um, Sorry, but it's not really what guys like. We don't like that kind of stuff. Uh, look at every relationship with porn stars. I mean, it, it, they crash they crash and burn. So the only dudes that date porn stars are either dudes who are porn stars or dudes who are beta males. And all of those relationships crash and burn because monogamy works. That's kind of lo- the only thing works. Look at any polyamorous relationship, any polygamous relationship, and they don't work. They only work for freaks, but, you know. So this girl uh, is in shock that that uh you know everyone disowned her. And I thought that that it was so cute that this was such a story because it um and by the way guys we're using the term model very loosely nowadays. I remember when I was a teenager and 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 uh I'd talk with talk with my friends and and I'd be would be like you know that guy blah 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 he's dating a model he no way he's dating a model how the hell is he dating a model it used to be such a thing you know it used to be so it used to be so special but now that everyone's a model because um you know they 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 have uh, they sometimes wheel out r- uh, retarded people who 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 are uh, Down syndrome people who are in a wheelchair and they put them on runways and and some and now they have trans people. In um on r- r- runway shows and then they have obese people, um it's it's not really that special anymore and especially because of Instagram, to to be considered a model, it's um I I don't know I don't I don't I just don't trust it anymore. There used to be so much prestige behind being called a model and now this girl who raised hundreds of thousands of dollars to organizations that are probably going to use it to fund their salaries and not really help Australia. Uh, like I said, the only thing that'll help Australia is putting these people in jail, the ar- the, the arsonists, and finding out who's doing it and why are they doing it. Why are so many people um, burning the country that they all live in? Uh, this girl looks like a um, a blow up doll. She's got big old fake boobies. Probably a nose job. She is twenty years old, but she looks like thirty. Or, you know, I mean, there's people who who are thirty who look beautiful, but I'm saying that it's 10 years. She she looks 10 years older than she what she is because of all the work she's gotten done. She probably gets lip injections. She looks like a blow-up doll, but we're supposed to consider her a model? I I don't We're we're supposed to consider her a model and a model citizen, and she's neither. She's a whore who um whored herself out for $10 to donate and she didn't even get any money. That she's not a good whore. Um she um <laughs> you guys got to google her the naked philanthropist or her name is Kaylin Kaylin has, has is a name that's never been spelled right 
K-A-Y-L-E-N Ward, W-A-R-D. I don't think she's pretty, and she's not going to age well. And um, opportunistic people, every time there's one of these things, opportunistic people rise to the top. Quickly fall, they quickly fall, but they rise to the top. Whatever, let's move on. So speaking of, um, you know, speaking of virtue signaling, um, the Golden Globes. I had a, f- I, first of all, I didn't know that the Golden Globes was happening because award shows are bullshit. I didn't know it was happening until a few hours before. And then I didn't know Ricky Gervais was hosting until a few hours before. So I was like, okay, let's, let's watch this. Let's see how it goes. Wait, before I get to that, <laughs> over the weekend, one of the commercials being on the Golden Globes, one of them being on hockey. I was watching hockey. I saw two commercials that were um, so woke that they almost made me throw up. So let me let me go find them. One of the commercials was... Um, I got to scroll down a bit. One of the commercials was for uh, Zola.com. And it's it's a wedding, and it's two lesbians, and then a guy who looks like a lesbian is the officiator of the wedding. So much diversity in this. So it's a website building thing, and um, you know it's it's a it's a there's a wedding, and of you know it had to be two women. If you <laughs> it's it's hate it's hateful if you have a man and a woman, and then, by the way, if they did have a man and a woman, it would have been a black guy and a white girl. <laughs> You know, the classic marriage. So that was one commercial I saw. And I'm like, okay, let me film this. Because I, I, there's a, again, there's a pattern I'm seeing. Literally, a few hours later during the Golden Globes, I saw Booking.com. And I had to rewind it because I was laughing. And you can hear, I recorded it. You can hear, uh, I'll just play it for you. You'll hear me laughing in the background and I'll talk about it. Booking.com, you know where you can book your next adventure? Also, you heard me laughing there, right? I hope you could. Um, it's it's this girl. She's in her car. She's getting ready. She's nervous, you know, as any girl about to do what she's going to do. Because it's very common what she's about to do. Super, super nervous. And um, she's fixing her hair and looking in the mirror and all that. And then she's um, she's walking over. Her guy, Her guy is hanging out under a tree. No, she, she's waiting under a tree. He's walking up the stairs, and uh, they're getting ready for the next adventure, and their next adventure is marriage. She's proposing to him, and he is in shock. He is flabbergasted. Oh, my God, my love, my love. She finally proposed to me. I was waiting for this day ever since I was a little girl. I mean, boy, ever since I was a little boy, I was waiting for her to propose to me because I didn't even have to talk to her when... um. When I when I uh, when we started dating, uh, we were on Bumble, and she was a f- you know because Bumble the rule is is the girl has to initiate conversation. So literally, I, I it's it's from you know it's the natural progression of this relationship that since the beginning of it, I never had to do any of the work. I never had to do any of the work of talk going up and talking to a female, and 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 getting and asking her out because she asked me out. She asked me out on the app Bumble, and then and then um you know. Uh, ever since then, I just have been counting. I knew ever since the first date that she was the one, but I was waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally, uh, because of booking.com, <laughs> we were able to book our next adventure. And that adventure was also, she was, she proposed to me. That was the next adventure is, um, my girlfriend proposing to me. And now, um, we're going to get married and I'm going to take her last name because, traditionalism is dead and men aren't men anymore that's that's it so that's the commercial i saw during the golden globes which had me dying of laughter who is this for who are these ads for i have no clue because this has nothing to do with uh reality none of this is reality based you know i would believe in spider-man happening 
more than this. I would believe in 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 a poor kid from the Bronx going to on a field trip and getting bitten by a radioactive spider. I'd believe that more than Batman actually that that can happen. I'd believe all of that those comics more than than this is this being actually a thing. Um and they lived happily ever after. So look, when you have a white couple like in this commercial, uh it, there still has to be some sort of element of wokeness and someone in the meeting had the idea, I got it. Okay, we can have our traditional uh white guy and white woman because most of the country is white. But she proposes to him, genius, you get a raise, you're a genius. And um, yeah, which which let me let me also go back a second to a tweet I wrote, which is kind of uh, it, it goes hand in hand with this whole thing. By the way, go on Twitter, Josh Lacash, and go look at my top ten list because of favorite movies of the year because it's pretty good. Okay, so how to be happier. This is a tweet that we can kind of jam into this segment because it, it works. How to be happier. Men, stop acting like women. Lift weights every day. Play sports, preferably on a team because there's that camaraderie that's very important. Learn to hunt animals. Unlearn hunting through dating apps and shopping. That's gay. I mean, what I mean by that is you can't buy your identity. And the only way you can gain a real identity is by doing doing what we um we we evolved and has been out of fashion, like hunting. Like do something like that. Learn something like that. Learn survival skills. Women like that stuff. And then only use social media to learn about ideas slash philosophies. Don't submit to the void. And then for women, how to be happier. Women, stop acting like men. Learn valuable nurturing skills. Log off all social media and dating apps. If you women log off all of the social media and dating apps, you can kill dating apps. And you can normalize dating again. It only works because you're on there. So all of you have to get off, especially if you're hot. Just get off there. Get off the dating apps and stop giving yourself to us for free. Make us work for it. Chastity used to be something that was preserved, and you're just giving it to us. You're acting like men, and stop it. Uh, don't succumb to normalized degeneracy. Drinking drugs, getting an abortion, its not those are not impressive things. Stop sleeping around. You weren't designed to spread your eggs like men were, were their seed. Now, that's not to say that I'm saying men should sleep around. I'm saying at a certain age they should, and then they should stop it and unlearn that, really just to gain the skills that women, you know. You, you Look, as a man you're going to you're going to be bad at sex and you you get better through practice women are are 99.9% of the time good uh because it's really up to us to make it good you know what i mean it makes sense right okay so let's go back to the golden globes uh those were some commercials i saw that weekend one of them during the golden globes and um ricky gervais's opening monologue was brilliant what a lot of people fail to when they talk about these sort of things and when they talk about award shows and all that what people fail to mention is that these award shows are circle jerks these are rich people privileged people i hate using that word but these are the people who push that narrative these are people so disconnected from reality that um and it's be, it's become beyond it's beyond parody now what it is that uh they needed something like this to rattle them and um it's not like look more people will see these kinds of clips online than anyone watched the award shows because award shows are irrelevant they only exist because studios think that when something wins an award it will get a little bump in the box office and make a little bit more money I, i i feel like it's it's more and more becoming irrelevant like look this clip I'm showing you, which is seven and a half minutes long, nine nine point six million people watched it. I think, and this is just this one clip. Um, I think the ratings overall were like eighteen million. So, and also, if you look at who's attacking this, the media is attacking this, the media and celebrities, because this attacks the media and celebrities. The media and celebrities used to be able to control narratives, and it's slipping away every day. It's slipping away more and more and more. They're losing. Uh, it, besides losing their grip on reality and being able to to um, 
understand the culture, uh, they they just don't have the influence that they used to have. So let's continue. But tonight isn't just about the people in front of the camera. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Ronan Farrow was uh, the one who basically wrote the article about Harvey Weinstein, and he's exposed a lot of people. And uh, I think MSNBC squashed one of his stories because it was against Harvey Weinstein. But he had that story from a long time ago. And uh, I think he's written about the Me Too thing. And all the, I mean, like he he's one of the the people on the left that that is a, a real journalist and exposes these uh, people for being hypocrites. Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year. It was a big year for pedophile movies. Um, surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two Popes. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! I don't care! I don't care! Many talented people of color were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, fifth time. So, we were going to do an in memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no. It was mostly white people. And I thought, nah, not on my watch. So, Maybe next year. Let's let's see what happens. <laughs> Spoiler alert: um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself, just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Shut up! I know he's your friend, but I don't care. By the way, the I didn't realize when I was watching this, but the majority of the people laughing—I mean, the majority of the audience—is laughing. The the camera pants to some celebrities who kind of don't find any of this funny because those are the people who this is actually against. Um, but but uh, yeah, and also the Jeffrey Epstein thing. Look, that meme is dead. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself meme, but the meme is dead. But the reality of the story isn't dead. And hopefully I'll get to it a little bit after this. Uh, there's more news on the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. And and. I actually thought that this was going to disappear, but it, it it's it, this story has legs because it crosses political boundaries, political lines. People on both sides are heavily invested in this because we know that there's something severely wrong when uh, uh, someone that high profile dies and it affects people on both sides, people uh, elites on both sides of the political spectrum. People who actually control the show had him killed. Um, and, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that Ricky Gervais has balls to say this joke on network television in front of people who have traveled with Jeffrey Epstein on his plane and knew him. I mean, when he says that he's not my friend, he's your friend. He's actually, he's not, he's not being, um, he's not exaggerating any of this. Apple roared into the the TV game with a morning show, a superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God. And so, yeah. Um, let me see. There's like... It's already three hours long. <laughs> so... Um, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have played the whole clip, but there, uh, th this was filled with a lot of, a lot of meat. Um, the hypocrisy, really, this is just about hypocrisy. And by the way, Ricky Gervais is a pretty big lefty, but, um, 
you know when you're when you're in the culture war, you got to take the wins wherever you find them. And you got, you know, sometimes you'll have allies in in the the most unsuspecting places and circumstances and and uh I like again, I didn't know that this was happening until the day of because I don't care about any of this, but but uh I think this helps a lot because but 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 it didn't even work though. Actually, <laughs> this is actually what's really funny is that he's basically saying shut the fuck up about your virtue signaling and all that, and everyone then who went up on stage continued to virtue signal. Um, Michelle Williams was talking about how, you know, it, while she's pregnant, she's talking about how when she won that it it was that the women's right to vote. Or something like that's that's under attack. That no no, she was saying that women should go vote because uh, their right to abortion is under attack. By the way, you know who half half of half of women are anti-abortion. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about when you're saying that when you're assuming that this is a woman thing. It's it's literally it it's not about women. It's about how do we treat. He, I'm not gonna talk about abortion right now, but it's a bigger thing than. Um, men attacking women and not letting them control their bodies or whatever. But uh, so she she basically said that she uh, if she didn't have that option, she wouldn't be up there winning the award because she uh, she, she she was able to continue with her career at the pace she wanted because she was able to have an abortion. She's saying this while she's pregnant basically saying she had an abortion because it was inconvenient to her career and uh but now she, now she's able to do both and and whatever that's really crazy and then you had a uh, Patricia Arquette go up there uh and say crazy shit let me find that I tweeted that one where is it but the the Ricky Gervais opening is really good you know what maybe I'll edit down this podcast the part where I'm playing that but Let's hear Patricia Arquette. The United States of America, a president tweeting out a threat of 52 bombs, including cultural sites. Young people risking their lives traveling across the world, people not knowing if bombs are going to drop on their kids' heads, and the continent of Australia on fire. So while I love my kids so much, I beg of us all to give them a better world. For our kids and their kids, we have to vote in 2020, and we have to get beg and plead for everyone we know to vote in 2020. Thank you. That's how you know you live in a bubble. When uh, when people are saying we got to go out and vote, what they mean is we got to go out and vote Democrat. <laughs> That's all they're saying. Because um, in, in, in in their world, they don't know any Republicans. And if they do, they're closeted Republicans. But, um, yeah, they, they say get out and vote and all that. But they're uh, – obviously, they mean their thing. And then people clap. So they continued what, – what's funny about all this is literally Ricky Gervais goes up there and says, just go up, accept your award, thank your God, thank your agents, and that's it. And uh, these people continued because they can't help themselves. And they think that they're so virtuous and so smart and so much better than all of us. And, um, you know, the, to them, America is really just L.A. and New York, and that's it. Everything else is bullshit. And everything else in there is just an inconvenience to them. Uh, and they just have to teach us, you know. We, we learn so much from them. Um, God, man, the crazy. The crazy just doesn't stop. Maybe I'll talk about the goop thing. I tweeted about Goop today. Goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's thing. But these people buy into the biggest bullshit ever because they are so detached from reality. It's amazing. Um, it's 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 This is crazy. But um, the Golden Globes, a mess. But Ricky Gervais was great. And, um, I mean, it just makes the set that much better when, when people just continue to talk about their bullshit. And also, so many people were talking about Australia and the fires and all that. I mean, at least the girl that's a whore that sold newts did at least a little better than these people. <laughs> I guess so, but they're all whores in a different kind of way. Um, Let me see. There was another thing that he said at the end which was really good. Um, 
Oh, yeah, here. Again, continues to call them out on their hypocrisy. And I was talking, I think, last podcast or a couple podcasts ago about Harvey Weinstein. And these people come out 20 years after they've made millions of dollars off Harvey Weinstein. And they come out when it's when it's um, when it's uh, in vogue to to speak out against uh, sexual harassment or whatever or rape. <laughs> like if it's rape, rape, if it's real rape and they come out 20 years later, they can all go fuck themselves because if 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 he was raping that many people, you know one of them would have come out, right? But they didn't until it was convenient for them. And he's calling them out on their hypocrisy. I mean, it's as simple as that. And it's always going to be amazing. And it's always it's it's like whenever we have these little wins, especially when there's so many eyeballs on it, it's so special. Um the last thing, I guess cuz there's not that much time, maybe it's the last thing, but one I saved this video before um, going on vacation, and I wanted to talk about it because then I saw another thing from another comedian. And again, it's I guess it's because they're female. Look, comedy is pretty much dead. You get the the rare Ricky Gervaises and the, you get the rare uh, Dave Chappelle's and and all that, but for the most part, comedy is dead. So this is the one I saved uh, on December twentieth, which was kind of making its rounds. Um, how many people? One, uh, how many people saw this video? Uh, 150 something thousand saw this specific video. And this is uh, Michelle Wolf talking about her abortion. Like, women. <laughs> look, most women comedians aren't funny. They're mostly not good. And they, they, I don't think that they really get it. They, I don't think that they really understand it. So to them, it's who can be more outrageous, who can be, be the most vulgar. And, uh, and yeah, they, but there's really never really a joke. They come off as kind of like Elizabeth Warren, condescending and busybodies and teachers. You know, those horrible teachers you had in in high school or middle school or something. And it's, uh, it's like the condescending busybody type of language. It's, it's the inflection in their voices. Uh, that's the, this is, this is who these people are. And so there's literally no joke in any of this anymore. This is, look, I, I don't mind vulgarity, but this is just, um, I guess, I guess it just comes down to, it's not funny. And we don't talk about abortion in a real way. We talk about it in a very legislative way, but not in a real way. So I think a lot of women have a lot of apprehension surrounding it. You know, we talk about it so negatively that you feel like you should have this sense of shame. Yeah, you should, and that's how it used to be. <laughs> look what they're doing. This is actual programming. This is how they're programming people. They're um, not only are they trying to normalize abortion, but they're trying to make it like a little badge you get in the Girl Scouts. Oh, you got the abortion badge. Um, that's that's actually very good. You should be very proud about that. Put that on your on your on your chest. After you get an abortion. Well, you can feel any way you want after you get an abortion. Get one. See how you feel. You know how my abortion made me feel? Very powerful. You know how people say you can't play God? Is shrill the right, right word? Her voice is gross. <laughs> imagine, imagine, um, <laughs> I was going to say something like, imagine being the guy who uh, went inside of you and then you got an abortion after. I think he encouraged it because you're just so fucking annoying. I mean, who would want that? <laughs> who pays to go see this person? This is this is one of the top female comedians right now. 
This is not comedy. This is not funny. And it's 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 satanic. I mean, this this is literally satanic. What she is saying. It's gross. It's like deep down, you know that you made a mistake getting an abortion. Like there is shame. There is shame in it. Now imagine doing it at that, knowing that it's bad, knowing that against it goes against all of your natural instincts as a woman, who 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 makes life and nurtures that life from the beginning. From the beginning, from when you're before you meet your baby, you're nurturing it, you're eating right, you're you're doing all the right things, you're not smoking, you're doing all these things to 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 make a healthy baby. So you're going against all of your natural instincts that we've evolved with for millions of years. Um, because it's in vogue to <coughs> have an abortion. So not only are you talking about it in such a, a positive light, but you're going to now encourage other people to do it. Okay, so let's that's comedy right now. Comedy's dead. Let's move on to the other comedian, Ilana Glazer. Again, <laughs> annoying and not funny. Let's hear what she has to say. This is this is what uh, Amazon Prime tweeted to promote her special. This is the best of the best uh, in previews and, and, and all that. They put the best clips, the best, you know, to grab our attention. You got we have such short attention spans. You got to get us. You got to get us like that. You got to get us right away. So let's see how Amazon Prime is is, is going to get us to go watch Ilana Glazer speak the truth in her new comedy special. The planet is burning. Let's see. Four point five million views. Amazing. Let's watch. So the government is on fire, and so is the planet. The planet is on fire. Just because you say things a certain way doesn't mean it's a joke. Um, there hasn't been a joke yet. All right. And the mean dinosaurs in office just don't seem to mind. No. I think they want us to die. Because they are about to die. <laughs> that is the ultimate FOMO. All right, that was it. I don't, I, I don't know where the joke was, um, but none of that was funny. And again, it's the way that they're talking. Th- it's so condescending. It's so demeaning. They're talking down to us because they're so smart. Imagine, <laughs> I mean, these people... The bar is so low that these are the people who are front and center, who are getting their own comedy specials. And and who the hell is laughing? I mean, that's th- those aren't jokes. Those weren't jokes. I don't see any jokes. Also, it's so extremely flawed. The the people who, who are railing against global warming the most are typically people who are not having babies, who don't have babies, and who never will have babies. For some reason, it's the people who have no future that are willing to uh, basically give up everything, the, every, every like the the whole economy. They're willing to give up everything, the way that we've the, everything we've built on a hunch. Because it's easy for them. They don't have an actual stake in the future. People who have babies and who have families and who have grandkids and all that like you think they want the planet to burn so literally her joke even if you dissect it is completely flawed not funny i want to get to some questions i know that i wanted to talk about some other things oh actually no before that so remember the 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 gay wedding commercial i spoke about and remember the the commercial i spoke about where the girl was um oh man I didn't even get to Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> I'm gonna have to get a, I'm gonna do another podcast on Friday I'll get to all that other stuff um and then remember the commercial where the the girl um proposed to the guy well I saw a commercial another one but it was on Instagram or no on Twitter and it's it's a commercial where you have an iPhone case and uh it you can put your ring on it and then you open it and then um. And then the the ring is centered in the camera, so when you're filming, the ring come out. You can propose to your wife, your future wife, uh, filming it already in the perfect angle with the ring in front and center, and then her in the background covering her mouth in shock. And um, and uh, this is something two and a half million views. I mean, it's one of the dumbest products I've ever seen. 
Look, it's hard to explain it. I get it. It's hard to explain it and paint a proper picture. Do you hear the music in the background? Oh, my God. It's only $40. <laughs> it holds the ring, and it's front and center. Um, But this is how narcissistic we all are and self-centered we are. That we have to film this magic. We have to buy this $40 thing. You're only going to use it once. And it shows the ring front and center when, you, when you're filming. Who films their proposal like that? I mean, like, who cares anymore? I guess I have nothing else to say about this. I just thought this kind of goes hand in hand with, um, with the culture being in decline. I don't know. Let it all burn. We should go into a world war or something. I mean, this is all very, very depressing. The, my, my mic stand, the whole time it's been bothering me. I need to get back into the swing of things. I don't even know how to do podcasts anymore. I take a couple weeks off and I'm terrible and I don't know how to do it. Um, I'm going to have a couple minutes for questions. What should Iran do in response to the U.S.? Uh, I don't know, but I welcome, I welcome their response because uh, they're... A bunch of, um, I don't know. I, have we had a worthy, the only worthy advers adversary we have, and it's a trade war, is China. And that's not really who we, or maybe even Mexico with the cartel stuff. Uh, Canada gay. Uh, that's not a question, and you made me read it out loud, and I agree. Will ISIS attack us or not? ISIS, didn't we kill all of them? Do you agree that Trump is big dumb for starting Vietnam 2.0 in Iran? No, because we're not going to war with Iran. Um, I don't care if we drop a bomb on some guy who killed our soldiers. As long as it doesn't go into full-fledged war, I'm fine with these little skirmishes. Uh, <laughs> I just read something. I'm not going to read it. Um is red meat actually unhealthy, or is it, is that just vegan propaganda? It's vegan propaganda. It's pure vegan propaganda. The vegans want us to eat fake meat that are, is is filled with estrogen. Um, there was another story that I didn't get to that I'll just mention right now that I'm not going to get into uh, on Friday. But the Burger King, the Burger King uh, amazing Whopper or whatever, um, has 18 million times more estrogen than a normal beef patty. And they keep look at all the commercials. Look at where look. They're, they're, it's not even the Whopper. They're gonna do it in the breakfast, uh, fast food foods, and all that. All that food is is unhealthy to begin with. Go make your own burgers. But if you have to go get a burger, don't get the one that's filled eighteen million times more with estrogen. Don't do that. Um, and and honestly, I think that there's a. This is by design. This is not an accident. And they want to feminize men. They don't want strong men. They don't want men taking charge. They don't want men uh, uh, taking care of their families or, or starting families to begin with because it's easier to divide and conquer if the strongest of the population has been neutralized. Um, let me go on to the next thing. Let me breeze through these questions. Uh, why celebrities are gay? Ricky Gervais hosting Golden Globes. I already spoke about that. Celebrities are puppets, and they don't even realize it. Um, and they're just so dumb. I mean, they don't have to. All they read are scripts. All they memorize are, are lines for their movies. They literally are on such a pedestal. They don't realize they won the lottery. They think that they're special. They think that they, um, they think they're better than everyone else. Because they, I, I think they're in disbelief in how they got their jobs. Uh. Why are black churches happier? Because they sing and they have rhythm. That is why. <laughs> um, Ricky Gervais. A lot of people wanted to talk about Ricky Gervais. Very cool. Um, mild birth control concentration in tap water. I don't know what that means. Talk about cultural appropriation. Okay, it's not a real thing. Why don't you post as often in Sadwater on Instagram anymore? Because I'm more focused on this. And uh, I don't care to make memes for you anymore. If you lose your will to move, what do you do? Um, suicide? Can I get free Sadwater for my birthday in a week? No, there's no more Sadwater. I have two bottles left in their mine. What did you do for New Year's? Also, what... 
about this Iran situation. The Iran situation isn't r- really any problem. It's it's there's no real Iran situation. On New Year's, I went to bed at ten o'clock. I don't care about New Year's. I never cared about New Year's, and and I almost do it as a way to fight the power. <laughs> oh, you want me to w- stay up till twelve? And I sometimes do that anyways. No, I'm going to bed at ten. And I'm going to sleep through the noise and the fireworks. I don't care. Um, not a question, but Epstein didn't kill himself. I know. Uh, is digital art real art? Um, some of it. I, what kind of question is that? Is morality subjective and is it important to society? No, morality is not subjective. You know how some people are like, oh, comedy is subjective. No, and art isn't subjective either. There are objective truths and objective beauty. Um, and it's it goes the same with morality. No, it's not subjective. I used to be on the fence about s- stuff like that. Like I used to be on the fence. Like, uh, you know, if two people love each other, does it does it really matter? Should we should we prevent two people from getting married? And I used to be like, no, it does. That's you know, it's it's good. It's a it's a good thing if they want to be. Together. But really, it was about subverting the family and sub- subverting traditional values and. And really, the the truth lies in traditionalism. And and same thing with morality. I mean, the 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 best cultures are the ones that, uh, for instance, is it moral to to have animal rights and and treat animals with dignity? Yeah. Um, the way we treat dogs in this country is completely different than a way, uh, any Middle Eastern country. Or Chinese country, or Chinese country, or, or Asian countries treat dogs, and um, you know, I, I I don't think it's I I definitely don't think morality is subjective. If there's a specific question within that question that you want to ask me, because it's an interesting topic, but the podcast is over, and off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything. Also, because um, I need to get back in the swing of doing this podcast. This wasn't one of my strongest, and I'm I'm uh, no, I'm not gonna apologize. It happens. But that is Sadcast episode 80. Here's a song, I Love You. Bye. I go out walking after midnight Out in the moonlight Just like we used to do I'm always walking after midnight Searching for you I walk for my Good night.